One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, we begin the podcast, or the poddy, or the P-cast. No one calls it a P-cast, they should do it, like P. Diddy, with P. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We begin the podcast, P-cast, with, of course, Champions League chat on the back of Manchester City beating Paris Saint-Germain in the first leg of their Champions League semi-final. The match was, of course, live on TalkSport, don't you know, this was the fallout on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, which of course can be heard Monday to Thursday from 10pm, yes it can. A positive result next week and they're through to the Champions League final for the first time in their history. PSG 1, Manchester City 2. Just the half part for the job, question is simple. So if we play shy and not who we are, everything can happen and PSG has the quality to turn it on. But if we play with, uh, we play second half or against Dortmund and Aston Villa in the last games, who we are, maybe we'll have the chance to reach the final. People talk about the money he spent and you can't get away from it, he has, but he's still got to mould that team. He's still got to do what we saw tonight because that, that, Tonight, what we saw second half, that wasn't just about having an expensively assembled team. There was something different about that. That's about getting yourself back into a game that you were second best, controlling and dominating and going on to win it. And in the end, PSG, they capitulated while they were, they were winning. Oh, it's in! It's in! Kevin De Bruyne with a cross inside the penalty area that everybody missed, including Keeler Navas! Because the City was starting to put it on them. They were starting mm-hmm. to dominate the game. They were doing to PSG what they'd done to them first half. And City, every single one of those City players, was was just raised his game. And it was, honestly, they were excellent. I've sat there and pulled my hair out when Monaco beat us out, when Leon, mm-hmm. when we lost to Leon last season. Mm-hmm. But I think tonight, this is a real sort of psychological turning point for them. It's, you know, they've come out and they've been brave. Right, we're 1-0 down. Right, we've conceded a stupid goal from a corner. But it's these differences that sides need to go all the way in this competition and I think that's done it for us tonight I think we're in the final Mahrez left foot in oh it's in again Manchester City lead 2-1 they've scored twice in six minutes that is absolutely awful I was going to blame the goalkeeper for not lining his wall up correctly having watched the replay the ball has gone between the two end players and the two goals City have scored have been farcical to be quite honest with you but credit to them every week City have got to be at it because of the games that are coming thick and fast the competition that they get even from sides that are halfway down the table City have got to be at full tilt I don't know what full tilt looks like for PSG who they play teams mid, mid table of their league I don't know whether they have to be mm. and I think we saw tonight a side that knows what it takes over 90 minutes against opposition that they've got the know-how to have the, the keep going, keep going. They were, br- honestly, brilliant displays. Do you think this off. is PSG's best chance to win the Champions League this season? 
It feels like it's gone, doesn't it? Well, Gay is called Leon. over and he's off. And PSG are down at 10 men. Idrissa Gallagher set off for his challenge. It was a disgraceful challenge. It could have broke the kid's ankle, I hope. He's not injured. Gundogan's on the floor at the moment getting treatment. It was a horrific challenge from behind. Straight down his Achilles. Could have broken his ankle comfortably. And PSG, for losing their heads as they have, I hope that this... Certainly both ties go beyond them. Now, we're going to preview tonight's Europa League action shortly. But first up, has Tottenham's Harry Kane dropped the biggest hint yet? He wants out of Spurs. After being crowned player of the year at the London Football Awards, he told Sky Sports that he's desperate for team trophies. Now, on drive, Adrian Durham suggested that Spurs fans will have to get used to life without Harry Kane. The goal right now as a, as a player is to win team trophies. So as much as this is great, obviously I want to be winning the biggest prizes that there is to offer as a team and then we're not quite doing that. Harry Kane is knowing he's got to move and he doesn't want to do it in a really bad way publicly. So he ain't going to come out and say, yeah, I think my time at Spurs is done. I'm off. I need to go and win stuff elsewhere. He's done this in a very measured way, in a way that's kind of respectful towards Spurs and their fans, in that he's given all... He, I've just read the stats. He's given all he possibly can to that football club and won nothing with them. He wants... And when Spurs fans say, yeah, but he could end up being the record goal scorer, he's actually addressing that here. He's saying, from an individual point of view, of course I can break records and all sorts... He can be the Premier League top scorer ever. He, he mentioned the mere Premier League top goal scorer, hopefully England top goal scorer. That would be incredible. It wouldn't feel as good if I didn't have a lot of team trophies to go with it. So that's what he wants. Now the Manchester United boss, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and defender Luke Shaw have been speaking to the media ahead of their game with Roma. Not Solskjaer and Shaw, that would be so unfair, wouldn't it? Two against 11, and one of them's been retired for ages. Although, you know, Shaw's playing so well. I mean, Solskjaer likes a goal or two. So, anyway, <clears throat> it's not them two. It's, of course, the 11 Manchester United players and the manager, who is Ole Gunnar. Anyway, that game's live on TalkSport, that you know, from 8pm tonight. We'll hear from Shaw shortly. Not easy for me to say, but first, the baby-faced assassin. And he said that he's determined to end the season on a high by winning the Europa League. Come on, Ollie. You know, when you come to the business end of the season, you, that's the, the main thing is arriving there, being there in good form, have confidence and belief like we do have now. But of course, it's to have that little bit of luck, but also that quality that's needed. We have done remarkably well to get to five semis in just a little bit more than a season. But now, of course, we'd, we'd like to go through uh, all the way. And that would mean so much to the end of our season if we have a final to look forward to. And the United defender Luke Shaw had this to say when he was asked about the reasons behind his recent upturn in form. Upturn. No one uses that, do they? One of them is, you know, the manager sat next to me. You had to say I'm that. not just saying that because he sat here, <laughs> but of course he's one of them. Um, I think, of course, myself as well. I've changed a lot of things and I've added more belief, you know, believing in myself more and, you know, I feel a lot more confident. The most important thing is I'm, I'm just enjoying playing football again and I think that's a very important sort of thing to, to have in, in our job. You need to be enjoying it and, you know, I'm doing that and, you know, the team are going in the right direction and, you know, I want to be a part of it so I need to keep high performance, you know, to keep myself in the team because, you know, there's competition all over the, the squad so I want to keep improving, keep getting better and keep helping the team to hopefully push and, and win trophies. 
Now, the Arsenal boss, Mikel Arteta, has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of their Europa League semi-final with Villarreal tonight, live on TalkSport 2. The Spanish outfit are managed by Unai Emery, would you believe? The former Gunners boss, of course. Arteta spoke about the Cronkies and their recent statement confirming the club is not for sale. He believes it will be good if Silent Stan came out and spoke to the fans more often. Although, if you've got a nickname like Silent Stan, it's hardly because you're Buster Keaton. I don't even know what that means. We all feel that that is necessary and that was good helpful. I'm sure that they will do anything it takes uh, to bring the fans closer to them. If they get the opportunity to know them, I think most of them will be surprised. And if that's the case, I think that will benefit everybody. At the football club, it will benefit the fans and it will bring a lot of clarity. So if there is a way to do that and it's going to be helpful, let's do it, if that's uh, what is necessary. You know, football, everyone will build this as being Unai Emery coming up against Arsenal to try and get his revenge after being sacked. How much do you have to kind of put that out of the, the equation when you talk to the players? Again, Ian, I cannot control that. That relationship uh, existed. We cannot go against it. Unai knows the club really, really well. We know Unai as well and, um, and what he did before he joined here and what he did at the football club, and that's it. Now, after Chelsea drew with Real Madrid in the first leg of their semi-final in the Champions League, TalkSport's Trevor Sinclair said that if the Blues can keep Karim Benzema or Benzema, no one really knows, quiet in the second leg, then they'll reach the final. Surely not if Timo Werner's playing. Well, speaking of Werner, would you believe it that after that miss, another miss, Gabby Agbonhor actually sympathises with the German? However, the former Chelsea defender Mario Melchior was annoyed. And Ali Bacoist doesn't think that Werner is a natural goalscorer. Anyway... Here's Gabby. And by the way, I've no idea why all of a sudden I'm talking like this, with my voice going up and then sometimes coming down. It's just probably voice over voice. I feel sorry for him, you know. I think next season you'll probably see these sort of chances going in. You know, when you, you're not scoring as much, you, you're a bit hesitant in front of goal. The keeper um, went the right way. Sometimes if he scoffs that a little bit, maybe it goes in. So I feel sorry for him. But people have to remember, look at the other stuff he done in the game. He was terrorising the three centre-halves for Real Madrid, running in behind. His link-up play was outstanding. So he brings a lot more to the team than just goals. I've been calling out for it. They need a Didier Drogba, don't they, Chelsea? They need someone who can score out of nowhere and make his own goals. And Werner could play with him. He could play off the left as um, a front three. So, yeah, I think a big vocal guy who can um, score the goals, definitely. Werner had to score! And he's put his right foot through it and somehow, somehow, Courtois got something in the way of it. If you are my striker and you don't score that, I get upset. When you play for Chelsea, you make that decision to go there, they're going to expect certain things from you. Because the other thing that he brought to the team is what no one else can bring. If you look the way Chelsea was playing, look how one man can keep the whole back line busy. And that is Warner and his pace. Because they were always worried about him when they were pressing uh, a rail. And you could just see the reaction. I know it's sad for him because I want him to score all the time and I want him to do well. But I don't think that he will get it, that it will take a long time for him to get it right. But just at the moment when he doesn't get it, we just have to call it. That's just how football works. Werner, saved by Simon Sluger. Werner's head in his hands. I can see him thinking about that chance, whereas a natural finisher doesn't think about it. If he's on a run, if he's Ian Acho, he just comes in and doesn't think about it. He, he might still miss it, but... He comes in and just goes bang and does it naturally and that's it. Might sound a crazy thing to say. I can see a slight split second of hesitancy 
and Werner. And that's me watching him, thinking about it. Dick towards the far post, headed back into the fray, nodded down, Benzema, what a Spectacularly taken equaliser! They have to keep a certain Benzema really looked after because the second phase of that set piece, they fell asleep and Benzema came alive and he's a elite striker. He does that in his sleep. And if they make the same error again, he'll do that again. It's his 71st uh, goal in, in the Champions League, 28 for the season. You know, he's 33 years old. He is the finished article. You know, he doesn't get any nerves in front of goal. He knows what he's doing and they have to keep him quiet. But I think if they do and can keep him quiet, Chelsea go through to the final for me. Now, TalkSport have made it clear they have joined the social media boycott announced by English football in response to the ongoing and sustained abuse received online by players and many others connected to football. On breakfast, Laurel Woods said social media can be a horrible place, but she hopes the boycott will start something new. I feel very differently about social media at the moment to how I felt about it maybe 10 years ago, right at the very beginning, when it was a fun tool and, and, and a nice kind of break from um, anything, really, if you wanted to go and have a laugh or whatever, or if you wanted to get updates on, on anything. And I use it so much for updates on sport, um, news, all that sort of stuff, because it's the first place to go. And I love, I love seeing reactions to games. I love it. Football Twitter is one of the funniest things to engage in. Um, but it's become a very dark place at the moment and um i really i really am starting to go off it and it does put a bit of uh once you get bitten in a way by social media um it does really open you up to feeling more vulnerable to it in the future so sometimes you really do just need to put your phone down close your laptop step away from it but unfortunately that's not the answer long term it's not it's not it's essentially the same argument of, of have of saying um i've bought myself something nice because someone might nick it that means i can't buy anything nice in the future it's not that what what the police would do is go and arrest the person that has nicked your property so in this sense if someone is being abusive and using a, a social media platform like this um in a really negative way to impact on somebody else's life in a, an even more negative way you have to stop that person from doing it so i hope that this is a first step in something big that happens because in all honesty Honestly, I don't think that four days of a complete social media boycott will stop people from sending abuse, um, but I hope it's the beginning of something. Now, the exhibition fight between the legendary boxer Floyd Mayweather and the YouTube chancer I've never heard of, who I think was in Crocodile Dundee, Logan Paul, has today been confirmed for the 6th of June. Who cares? Fight Night presenter Gareth A. Davis. I don't even want to read this. It's just embarrassing for boxing. Anyway, Gareth A. Davis has said he's strongly against bouts like this taking place. But incredibly, drives Darren Goff has said that he'd fight both Logan Paul and his brother, Jake. Yeah, I bet he would. I mean, I'd fight Goffy and Durham for that kind of money. I'd fight Logan Paul and Paul Hogan. Any Paul. Paul Dickoff. I don't know why he's the first one that sprung to mind. Anyway, I wonder what Goffy's walk-on music would be. I mean, listen, if they want to pay me a million quid, I'll do it for a million. I'll fight them one at a time if you want for a million quid. It's ridiculous, that sort of money. Uh, these guys, let's say, will get 10, 15, 20 million, whatever These phones just gone off as well. You're getting messages left, right and centre. This is brilliant. Eddie Earn. <laughs> Eddie Earn's going to organise it. Yeah. <laughs> million quid, mate. And then a million to fight the other one. Slice of the TV. It's got to be on. in uh, It's got to be in Vegas. <laughs> Not Dubai with you. A few parties while we're there and then I'll be all right.
think that's what this is becoming. It's becoming a, a hybrid music stroke entertainment stroke fight sports as the theatre, if you like. But it's nothing more than that. And it is a very odd one that Floyd Mayweather has agreed to do this. And I do think it, it puts little dents in his legacy, if I'm honest. You're simply the Let's have a night of talk sport presenters boxing. Cundy v. Goffey. I ain't fighting Goffey. No, I wouldn't fight Goffey. Squash me. Uh, Jordan v. White. I mean, that's a bit unfair. Who would your money be on that? Jordan v. White. Who would you want to win? Um, if it looks like a ring and smells like a ring, yeah. it's going to be a ring. Ducks like a duck. Who do you fancy that? Jordan? It's got to be Jordan, isn't it? Yeah, I fancy Jordan. Then. Yeah. Ohara v. Ben. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. That's that's the first one I've looked at and gone, oh, yeah. That's a, that's... I think I'll go Ohara. Don't know, mate. I just I mean, don't see. Tough... I don't see violence in Ben. I can see O'Hara just losing. He's a big boy, Ben. Oh my goodness! He's a big boy. He's, yeah. yeah Who would you go for? I think I'd be. Uh, I, I think all my. I'd pound of candy money on uh, on Benny. On Benny. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coyce v Groves. Groves. Oh, Perry Groves. I thought they were talking about what's his name, Groves. George Groves. <laughs> McCoy v. Perry Groves. Oh, McCoy's every day, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I think Groves has got a little bit. But I think he has. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah oh, McCoy th- looks like he's nasty. Yeah, I don't think Coyce's got it in. I don't think. He's, I think Perry's got it. He's got that nasty side to him, mate. What about, what about Paul Ross be Adrian Durham? <laughs> Who'd you go for there? I'm going for Paul Ross. I'll go for Paul Ross there, yeah. I think yeah. I have a little bit too much for him. Who's Alan Brazil go for? Moose. Moose v Brazil. Oh, Moose Can you imagine? Moose. You'd see both boxers yeah. just call it... Both They both throw the, the towel in after about five seconds. <laughs> uh, struggling. That's the it for another podcast. You think a quick reminder, of course, there's two massive semis are coming your way tonight on Talk Sport from 7 pm. Live commentary of United against Roma. Coming United and then over on Talk Sport 2. 8 pm, it kicks off Villarreal against Arsenal. That's it. Thanks for listening on the Talk Sport app or wherever you get your podcast. From I'm back on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10 pm tonight with the fun boy taking your calls, of course, on those huge semis. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksable Daily Podcasts out first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.